Hey everyone, this is Joe Batanz. Uh, I'm here because what I'm going to give you guys today is a taste of what happens when you guys cannot be there for the live show. Often, if you're there for the live show, not only do you hear the raw, uncut, unedited version of the shows that you guys all hear on Patreon, but often there's content that happens before the show and after the show, and everything that we ever do here gets recorded. So as I'm cleaning out these files for the summer, I'm any sort of interesting post-show talk, after-show, uh, I'm thinking I might release here on Fridays. Uh, and this is the first edition. This is from May 17th, 2019, after one of the Drag Race recap shows. Taylor and I stuck around for a bit and talked to everyone who was in the chat room. And I think you guys might find this one particularly interesting. I'm not going to give anything away, but that's my chair squeaking, by the way. And um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is, the after show from Drag Race recap from May 17th, 2019. Hello. So, what was this uh, thing you might be doing that you that you were told about today? So, we uh, in the past have had a drag competition. Oh, that's right. At, I feel like we get like a Coco Montrese outfit. Coco Montrese won it uh, years ago, before she was on uh, season five. And my boss knows that I do the podcast, mm -hmm. so she asked me. We hadn't done it in a couple of years. And we're probably going to be starting it up again. Mm -hmm. And she asked me to be a judge. Oh, look at this. Taylor Visage. That's what I said. I'm just like, so I get to be Michelle Visage. And she just laughed. And she was like, well, I don't know that you want to be that mean. I'm like, oh, I could be that mean. So, yeah, that that may be may be happening. Oh, you don't but know. that was right at the end of the day. She was like, would you be interested? And I said, yes. And she goes, well, you seem to know what you're talking about with drag queens. And I'm like, well, that's debatable from listeners but mm -hmm. we'll see so that might be something we can promote on the show for local for local fans yeah yeah but um what else was going to tell you um i want to say something the bag of chips uk said something in the chat room i don't know what he was talking about here but he said uh that uh silky wasn't doing a nude illusion gown because you could see the skin look i'm going to tell you something i don't know if he's directing that at me what i'm so lazy about this i don't know anything about fashion i literally just write down what they how they describe their own dress as they walk down the run <laughs> runway this is literally word for word how silky described her own gown well i um, think it was more of a skin tone it was a nude skin tone granted it wasn't her skin tone yeah but it was that yeah she did describe it as nude yeah she so. called it I, I literally i guys i don't care enough i just write down what they say as they walk down the runway uh, I'm going like, oh, how would I describe my Oh, this is what she calls it? Okay, great. Uh, all right, there's that. And then um, I want to ask the chat room something. Um, oh, I'm going to go with that Prince Adam. For, have you seen it, Evan or Taylor? And I, oh, I want to tell you the Prince Adam story. What did you just call me? Prince Adam. No. Have well, you seen you, it, Evan? Aren't you Evan? You're not Evan Ayers? Who have, I, who have I been on the podcast with this whole time? Hold on. So your Prince Eric story. Episode. Why do you get, don't you want to be compared to a 27-year-old uh, DC boy? train wreck? No. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Uh, episode 12. Oh, audio. Sorry. I'm also be, uh, I'd be uh, exporting this. Hold on. 
Let's mm-hmm. see here. You know, this this is actually how the um the whole ASMR thing started. I had to export the um um what is the, what is that thing we did? Oh, the first response. And uh I think you guys are just gonna have to bear with me and listen to me um do this. And I finished doing it in the chat room, they were like, Oh, this is like uh, you know, podcasting ASMR. And I was like, oh, would, do, would you guys find this interesting? And they're like, yeah, I'm all listening to me, like process the show. And uh, so that's then um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Sir Fetch was like, we started talking about me doing ASMR. And Sir Fetch said that I should do it by talking shit about queens. And so we <laughs> did a funny one. And I thought, I thought it was super funny. I liked it. Um I, I kind of want to do it every week. This ASMR, but talking shit on drag queens. For like I was going to say, you should you should do it with. You could do it with all of us, but that we all play roles in like certain fights from the show. What do you I mean? Like, you know, go back to parties anywhere you belong, kind of thing. What do you mean, all of us? No, meaning like you could have like Evan or me or Lori or something play where they could read scripts. Okay, or not. I've, okay. Well, no, no, because I've learned trying to get you guys to do any. Like, I was actually, because you know, they did something very odd, as I'm sure you've seen on Spotify, with this Queens Everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. As the Afterthought Media family has grown, uh, I'm realizing it's hard. Like, hor- here's the deal this is some tea here. Jorge and Jamila are not invested in this. Like, I almost feel like they're doing, they feel like they're doing us a favor. I don't get it. I really don't. Like, Jorge and Jamila, I'm like, you know, I had to have a talk with this Jorge one time. Did, did you know about this? this the talk I had with Jorge? No. So one, on one of the rumor mills, you'll hear it. And you'll hear how fucking cunty I am. You know me. So you'll know that. Oh, you did tell me about this. You did yeah, tell yeah, me Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if anyone's listening, where he turns to me during this um, uh, rumor mill and he goes, you know, Joe, you always ask us what we think of the episode. What do you think of the episode? And I was literally like, I have a fucking whole goddamn show where I talk about the episode like <laughs> for 90 minutes. And I go, and Jamila and Jorge are very open. They don't listen to the show. So I'm like, well, all right. Well, they're loss. Yeah. I don't care. Look, just, look, you show up on time for the rumor mill and you're present and there. You know, then fi- I will say Jorge gives 110% to this rumor mill. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that, you know. So, uh, uh, whatever. But anyway, as his family's growing, like, I realized asking him to do things not outside of the rumor mill. Like, I was thinking about doing a rap for Queens Everywhere. I just mm-hmm. know that if I asked Jorge and Jamila to do a rap for Queens Everywhere, they just wouldn't do it. You okay, know? but then, you- okay, well. Just me, you, and Evan doing the Queens Everywhere rap? Why not? Me, you, and Evan did Kitty Girl, and that was a huge hit. That's true. Uh, because, you know, on uh, Queens Everywhere, they thank you, RuPaul, for releasing the acapella track and the instrumental track separately. So that we have that uh, at our disposal. So I don't even have to go searching for it or making it. If I want it, it, Someone said it seems like he wants us to make our own versions. So... I'm d- I'm down with I will I will gladly do it if you, if you if you have to write the lyrics I don't I'm not any good at that but if you want to do something and if Evan, see, and the problem is the song isn't very good so it doesn't really inspire a lot of inspiration for me I'd have to I'd have to listen again and watch it again and see if it does anything for me but um, what's funny is I like a little bit of a few of the drops and stuff like that that are in it but hold on I'm gonna go get that that Prince Adam hold please and then I'm gonna tell you a story okay. about the Prince Adam it's weird hold on okay. 
would you all want to hear a song from an, a, a, a return to music like we did with Kitty Girl while Joe goes and gets the Prince Adam doll? If you would, listeners in the chat room, say something. I'm fading fast. I don't know if you can all tell it in my voice, but I'm getting tired and tired as time goes on. What's a Prince Adam? Prince Adam is He-Man's secret identity from the old Masters of the Universe cartoon in the 80s, Luke. Hi, SoCal Jules. Okay, so Bag of Chips says no, but everybody else is saying yes. So thank you to everyone but Bag of Chips UK. She's a super queen. Yes, Prince Adam was He-Man's real name. So. Oh, yeah, don't worry, Ricardo. He is going to be spilling the Todrick tea before I get off the air with him. Up here he comes. So he has a brown box. And he's getting ready to come and sit back down now. You're going to hear music and stuff like that. Can I open the window? So whatever noise. What color is your underwear? Color underwear? Let me see here. Let me like black. Oh, no. It looked, if I guess the way the lighting was, because it looked like you could see a little bit of your underwear in the back. It looked like a mint green and navy blue. I was like, oh, well, look at you. No. Come on, fancy underwear. No, no, no. So everyone should know that Comic-Con, they always have in San Diego these fancy, uh, they'll have special toys. So every time there's some special toy that I'm interested in, I have John Paul, who goes every year, buy me that toy. And last year they had this Prince Adam uh, special doll. And it was the Prince Adam specifically from the meme, I don't know if you want to meme, the, the viral video of the... The, of that uh, song. What was that song? Uh, what's up? Yeah. Well, that was a, hey, 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 hey. You know that one? Yeah. And so they yes. made a viral video of that gay Prince Adam. Because Prince Adam's very gay in the cartoon. Yeah. And, and he's like standing behind a glittered rainbow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glittered rainbow thing. Yeah, they made it look yeah. like he was singing. So someone made a Prince Adam version of that. And it looks very good. Here is the box, right? So, so here's the deal. So John Paul gets me the Prince Adam box, right? And I get the whole... Yeah. It has the He-Man, the Master of the Universe thing here. And it has the kind of even gay colors on Castle Grayskull, as you see here. Yeah, and, it's got like an iridescent sheen to the actual Castle Grayskull. Yeah, and when I opened it, here it is, right? But when uh-huh. I opened it, the, see how there's a sword here? Yeah. There was no sword. So I'm like, oh, the sword fell off or something, right? And so I was shook the... Nothing, there was no sword. So I wrote to the people who made this, and I said, listen... This is like in the summer. Uh-huh. I didn't get a sword, right? And the guy's like, oh, okay. He's like, here's what I'll do. He's like, we don't get another shipment in until October to fill orders in. When we get them in October, I'll send you a sword, right? Okay. So then October comes, nothing happens. In the middle or end of October, I'm like, hey, listen, I never heard from you to get my sword. And he goes, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll send it right now. Sorry, I forgot about it. You know, I'll go get one right now and send it to you. And nothing. <laughs> so then around, I forgot. And then around Christmas time, uh, I write to them and I say, listen, and I say the whole thing. And the, uh, somebody writes back and goes, listen, that guy got fired 
I'm <laughs> now in charge. When we get another shipment in, I promise you, I will send it to you. I have all your info, right? Listen, that guy doesn't work here anymore. I'm in charge of the pink swords. Yeah, I'm in charge of pink swords. I'm pink sword guy. And they- I own 51% of this goddamn sword company. <laughs> so uh, I go, okay. He goes, it's going to be a couple months. I go, all right. So then in the spring, right, maybe like March, I'd forgotten all about it. And I was cleaning the area where this box is. And I go, hey, wait a minute. That fucker never sent the sword, right? Mm-hmm. Taylor, I swear to Christ. In fact, I even called Carlo, my friend from Germany, immediately when this happened. You're not going to believe this. I go, motherfucker, he never sent the goddamn sword. And so I'm, I'm going to march over to the office, and I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. As I'm walking there, my dad's walking by, and he goes, here, you got this. And it's a little envelope with the sword. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That is weird. That is so weird. So anyway, He-Man, the Master of the Universe. Sword. Um, didn't you want to know the Todrick team? Yes. And, and somebody else in the... Uh, somebody else wanted to know Todrick T, too. By the way, uh, have you guys all seen the stickers? Do you guys want... Because, you know, I only got... F- was there any response also to the votive candles as well? People were saying, yes, they would want that. Oh, okay. So, and a lot of people said that they would want a new song like Kitty Girl. Oh, do they? With well, me and Evan. A lot of people said yes, and then one person said no. Oh, person said no for the song? For the no song, yes. <laughs> you're getting, sorry, you're going to get a song then. And um, <laughs> just for that, who was the person who said no? Well, I'm going to send it personally to them. Bag of chips. Um, I volunteered a co host of Joe Wants a Fresh Voice for what? Where do you see that? Adriana Robles says it. I volunteered a co-host if Joe wants a fresh vo- voice. Co-host what? I don't know. Oh, what do you think? It's so funny that you say that. What do you think of this, Taylor? We're all talking about merchandise. Because now they, the people have me thinking about merchandise. What do you think of this? So, a Thwarp fan. But instead, of, obviously, it says shade right here. What if it said this? This? Yeah, so like, this Taylor the Latte Boy. <laughs> Somebody was, every time you brought up people, they were writing, this, they wrote, this Todrick Hall, this Dunstan, Dunstan, Dustin Lance Black, this Justin Wainwright. They, they were doing that every time you were talking about that. So that would be, I would buy one of those. Yeah, Let this. me tell you about this, Joe Batanz. <laughs> So, um, okay. So, Tantra Call. So, somebody, I don't want to say who it is, a listener, a faithful listener that if I said his name, you would know who it is. He writes to me. Devin Bears. No, 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 no. It wasn't a person on Patreon. It was no, a, a, a just... listener. Yeah. Uh, Bag of Chips says, I will cancel Patreon subs if you do the song. <laughs> All right. Wow. I or mean, you could it, just not listen to the yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this fan. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, a a listener wrote to me. He was writing about something else. And then he says, oh, by the way, I forgot. Todrick's on this episode. I have this T. Right? Here's the deal. And it'll make sense. Well, I didn't want to say the T because it is potentially libelous. Right? But also. um, So, everything that we're about to say is allegedly. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yeah. Thank you. Okay. According to this person allegedly 
uh, Tondrick Hall had been messaging his friend, okay? And allegedly, this friend was 17 at the time, right? Now, what's funny is this: the, the listener who wrote to me said that he didn't believe his friend at first, okay? Like, mm-hmm. the friend had told him, oh, I'm, I'm talking to Tondrick Hall, and that the friend... He didn't believe his friend, but he was with his friend one time, and allegedly, Tondrick Hall called the friend while the listener was with the friend, okay, and heard Tondrick Hall talking to the friend. Uh, heard, uh, we can he can say that, right? And allegedly, according to this person, allegedly, the friend kept saying, "Well, you know, I'm only 17," and allegedly, Todrick said he didn't care that he would fly out this friend to Los Angeles. Allegedly, I don't know if this is true or not, you yeah. know, and it, he didn't matter. But the friend ultimately was not interested and didn't go. Now, once again, I will reiterate for the record: I don't know if this is any of this is true. I wasn't there. I didn't hear this myself. This is coming from second, third sources, and mm. so. I don't know if this is true, but that was what the friend, this is what the listener said that allegedly happened between Todrick and this underage person. That Todrick knowingly was trying to get an underage boy to come out to Los Angeles to see him. How old is Todrick Hall? He's got to be in his 30s now at this point, right? I would, I think he's young. It could be late 20s, early 30s. Let's see. Let's get that. Let's get that info right here. I know. I was trying to find a link to put a picture of Diego Sands in the chat room. 34 years old. Yeah, I said 30. Yeah. Well, he was on American Idol. That had to have been 10 years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was trying to find a picture to put in, but all of the pictures kind of led to websites that we didn't need to be putting in. You know, Haley's mom doesn't need to be going to gay porn websites. Or maybe she does. Maybe I don't she know. likes it. Now, here's the deal. And one of the, one of the reasons, you know, this, this listener kept trying to get me to respond. And I was like, oh, wow. But I was like, do I really have any w- wiggle room here? Now, granted, I've never spoken to a 17-year-old. But uh, the last guy I was romantically linked to, girl. Yeah. Was not 17, but a year ago today was. Just a (laughs) hair's breath. A hair's breath. A hair's breath. Just like, yeah. So I I have no room. Even though I wouldn't, the the, the point that this guy was making, the listener, was that Todrick Hall knowingly, the guy kept telling him, I'm only 17, and Todrick Hall said it didn't matter, according to this guy, allegedly, right? So um, uh, I would never do that. I would say, can we wait a month? (laughs) When are you 18? Can you send me a copy of your ID? Yeah. Just so that I can actually have confirmation. Um, Is there anything else, Tate of the Latte Boy? No. I I have have a question for the chat room before we go. I kind of felt, and I intentionally did this. This was not uh, Joe Batanz just didn't know what he was doing. Everything Joe Batanz does now is with full intention. I intentionally meandered on this episode because there was nothing to say. So I was trying to pump some life into it by meandering, going on tangents and whatnot. And, um, but does the audience feel, and I want to get their sense here in the chat room. You guys are the full hardcore fans. Um, did you get the sense that I needed to edit that for the main feed? Should I edit out the meandering? I actually think there's not much of a show if there's no meandering. But do you? Th- what do you think, Taylor? Do you think I should edit out a lot I of the meandering? I think some of the meandering might be – we might be able to tighten up some of the meandering. But I, I, I like the meandering. 
It's one of the things that I was thinking about during the show, too. Like, I might tighten... I mean, there's obvious places where I'll tighten it up, like the break, and there was a part where I said, we'll take it out, and I put put notes. But at this stage in the game, uh, like, even, like, today, you saw, we have fewer people in the chat room than usual. Why? Because I think it was a boring episode, and everyone's like, eh, I don't really need to hear them. I'll get it later, you know? I don't need to Uh hear right now. So I'm kind of thinking that this will be, like, not one of our biggest rated shows anymore. So why am I going to sweat blood to make it perfection for at this stage in the game, everyone's just tired, you know, of the show. Well, but I think that there are some folks that, you know, there are times where you have. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Yeah. I used to listen to a comic book show called I Fanboy years and years and years ago. And what they would do is every once in a while on I think it's every 50th episode, they would do the regular show, but they would also do it while answering questions Mm -hmm. and drinking. Yeah. So, and it always ended up that this one episode, the episodes were usually about 50 minutes long, but this episode you would turn into like a two and a half hour where like the one guy would get trashed and it was very funny and you would listen to them talk about different things going on with their lives. And that was fun. Are we, we do the, we do the patangent in the beginning Mm -hmm. for the Patreon folks. This would be something that would be slightly different for our other folks that don't get that all the time. Mm hmm. I think I think I think some of it could be tightened up. I think there was a couple of times that we paused things a little bit, mm-hmm. but otherwise, I, I would say keep it in. I'll see what I decide. Uh, is there anything exciting for you going on, Taylor the Latte Boy? Uh, I'm playing with my Instapot this weekend. That's my goal. Oh, that's right. Now, do you, you, one of the re- one of the people who don't listen to Taylor's other show, uh, Pod is my co-pilot. Um, you're constantly talking about this recipe called like Chicken Bog, right? Yes. Do you think that's something that could be done in an Instapot? We, my husband wants to try it. He made arroz con pollo mm-hmm. uh, a couple last week, and it was not as good as it's when he's made it on the in on the stove mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So the the difference is the consistency of the rice. Yeah, but I yeah, think I think if you played around with it, because a lot of it was the same thing, because it really is kind of an onion chicken you know that rice that kind of stuff the only difference is the seasonings and that you add um sausage to the chicken bog you know i saw um, this rick bayless recipe this is what this show's become now mm-hmm. uh, where he he has a whole book and he has rice cooker i know it's the, the instant pot's a bunch of different things but he has his rice cooker one right and the rice cooker one you basically just make the rice along with maybe some herbs or whatever in the rice cooker and then after it's done then you mix in all the mixings and that's how you, he gets around it. Do you think maybe that's what you should do with the with the arroz con pollo or the uh, chicken bog? I no, because the chicken has to. What, what you the okay? Mm-hmm. Think with the chicken is you put the whole chicken in with the onion and the sausage and mm-hmm. like six cups of water mm-hmm. or however many cups of water it is and all the seasonings and you like slowly cook it over the course of like an hour. So then the water that you've used to cook all of the um, all of the proteins and stuff, that's the water you use for the rice. Mm-hmm. And you mix everything up in the rice and then you you slowly, you you take all of the, the meat off of the bones and then you throw that back in and then that's, that's chicken bog. So it's one of those things that it doesn't take long, but chi- chi- chicken bog from beginning to end probably is about a 90 minute mm-hmm. meal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that you would get the amount of flavor in it, even though you're, speeding things up with the instant pot mm-hmm. 
there's part of me that doesn't want to try it. I kind of like the tradition of making the chicken bog and knowing that it takes that long and that the house slowly smells really great. I mean, it's a very, it's loaded with tons of like onions and garlic and like bay seasoning and, and that sort of thing. So it's, it's definitely a strong smelling, but it's, I, I don't know that I'd want to do it in the Instant Pot. That has nothing to do with making it in the Instant Pot because things smell really great when they're in there too. But I want to address something in the chat room. And it says, uh, Haley's mom asks, why do Joe and Taylor think I'm a prude? Don't teach your mom about sex. She knows. Now, I have my own theory. What do you think it is, Taylor? Oh, I don't think that Haley's mom's a prude. I don't think that at all. It's just that that's, that's an easy go-to because she is a... She's a mom, so you yeah. don't necessarily talk dirty about, you know, talk dirty about stuff. But she did, and there is a follow-up, because I meant to mention this earlier, that she said you should start – it was her that said you should start a porn podcast. Did we talk about this earlier? Not today, we didn't. Well, you and I have never done it, but I, I tried to do one with Sir Fetch for Pride 48 last year. Remember from We're Skinny, the podcast We're Skinny? Yes. Um, and it, But maybe because they had to do with Sir Fetch, you know, within the professional podcaster, like me and you. And um, it's so funny this morning uh, at breakfast, Betty and, and my dad were uh, were like, how do I put it? They weren't being mean or throwing shade, but they were very like, uh, like I go out and do another podcast or another podcast. They're like, well, I hope you're making money from it. And I go, <laughs> I am. And they go, how much? And I told them a ballpark and you could tell they were like, oh. <laughs> like it's not guys everyone says it's not like a tremendous amount of money but everyone should know if you're not familiar with podcasts it's very very unusual to make money from podcasts and so um whenever people ask it's uh it, they're kind of a little surprised uh and hopefully i want to grow this and with your help we will grow this uh and um yeah even you know have you told people that you get paid from this podcast taylor mm-hmm. and what are their thoughts they, uh, they don't believe. I know when I, you know, when we were talking, when I was talking to West Stone, have I told you the West Stone story? Yes, you did. Yeah, like he didn't believe it. Like they, they don't believe me. I told. I know one person. I told who? It's Daniel. Oh, you told Daniel? Yeah. And what did he say? Daniel just kind of he, he got very quiet. Oh my god. Oh, I do want to talk about Daniel's podcast, right? Is it really a podcast? I'm not his vod, his video blog or whatever, right? Uh. I am strangely obsessed with it, right? Because they're not. He's gotten it down where they're not super long now. I give him this. The last one was about 15 minutes, right? So I was eating lunch, uh, and it was an easy 15 minutes to eat my lunch and watch YouTube videos, right? Here's I, maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the air. Okay, I have a thought that I won't say on the air. I'll tell you later. But um, I actually, to be honest with you, though. I wouldn't say like I like there's a there's a particular drag podcast that I won't say what it is that I hate listen to. I love listening. I'm like, oh, this podcast is horrible. You know, like it's so bad. Yeah. You know, I love listening to it because it's so bad. I don't do that with Daniel's podcast. I will say Daniel's podcasts are super uh, well produced. I'll give him that. And Daniel's always produced quality content. I'll give him no, that. No, he, he tries to put out as as professional a show. Mm-hmm. But he, that was with this show, too. We tried to do the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, true. Very true. So he puts out a professional podcast. So it's like a lot of the problems I have with that podcast I hate listen to, uh, the, the sound quality and the production value is bad. So anyway, um, with Daniels, it's well produced. It has to do with, it's more of, 
of an eye into a world that I don't understand, yet I find interesting. Like it's almost voyeuristic mm-hmm. because I don't get that whole Disney pin, pin trading world or people who take like in other words, I'm probably even less serious than you are. Um, but I I like Disneyland very much. In fact, do, are they offering the Flex Pass over in Disney World too? No, what's that? Oh, so it's brand new. I think it comes out next week or something for Disneyland. You should see, because you know what? My brother and John Paul didn't know about it either, so it might be a Disney World thing, too, and people don't know. And you might like this. If they have it in Disney World, it might work for you and Baba Lou. So it's... And Disneyland, it's going to be $600 a year, okay? Yeah. But there are no blackout dates, except for the week between Christmas and New Year's, right? Here's, Here's the catch, though, right? So pretty much you can go anytime for the most part. There are some exceptions like Monday through Thursday. There are some exceptions during holidays or summers. It's, it's, it's Tuesday through Thursday or something like that, right? But generally three or four during the weekday, you can go anytime you want. They're called go t- good to go days, right? Okay. But on weekends and some certain weekdays throughout the year, you have to reserve, make a reservation. And it includes Saturdays. Make a, make a reservation to go. Does that make sense? So you just, you know, if you go online uh, no no sooner than 30 days before the event, and you can make up to two reservations in those 30 days, and you can reserve a spot to go with your pass on those days. Does that make sense? It's going to cut down on the, on the crowds of the pass holders, but still give you, but you have no blackout. You can go whenever, you know? Okay. And so I'm actually thinking about doing that one, you know? Uh, where you know you, I have no blackout. Cause I can usually go during the week. That's not a problem. But also, yeah. um, if I want to go on the weekend, I know people are coming to town. I'll just make a reservation for that day, and then just go on that day. You know, uh, and and once you use up one reservation, you can do another one. Yeah, like fast pass, like a fast here. pass. So I don't know if that would work for you and Babalu. I don't know how much. See, I don't know how much annual. I don't think are. they would do that here, just because they're. I mean, the amount of people. I mean, they, we just have blackout dates. I think that's just it, where it's just gotten so busy here at these mm-hmm. parks that it's just. Uh, I don't know. But um, cool. so anyway, so I don't know. That's what's going on there in the world of Disneyland. Okay. Um. Well, how do we get to this? Oh, so with Daniel. So with you, like you're, I think a little more serious than I do. Like I'll be honest with you. I don't want to start a fight. I don't want to start a fight, right? I have no interest in meeting the characters or taking a picture with them. This is where you and I differ. Okay? Uh, okay. You, th- you think I do want to take a picture with them? No, I think I have some. I enjoy it. It's not like where that is a have to. Dan, J- Dan, what's your name again? Taylor? <laughs> it's Taylor. not a have to. Taylor? It's not a have to. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it in the air, but you know there was a problem once about this. And what did you write on there? There was a problem about this. That was, that was, I don't want to get too into it. Just think about it. Oh, you know, I'll write to you in Google Hangouts. You said some shitty thing to me about getting a picture with. <laughs> I don't think it was shitty. No, it was shitty. You're was, right. You're right, shitty. No, I it was, was sh- I was stating a fact. All I did was state a fact. I don't remember the whole thing, but I do. This, this is okay. When I go to the parks and when I go on the cruises. That's what I wrote. I wrote to you what I wrote. You're sending it to me? I sent you on Hangouts. 
Oh, okay. I got to go into Hangouts. That I wrote to you what I wrote on your on your post. <sighs> You're in. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. There, if there's if there's low lines and it's something to do, the reason that we got our pictures taken the last time, not the last time, the time before that was with Mickey and Minnie was because we had a half an hour right in front of where they take the pictures. And mm-hmm. Daniel said, we just got to transportation and ticketing. It's going to be a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And it was a half an hour wait. So I'm like, well, we could do it would kill time rather than just sitting outside and people watching. We could do mm-hmm. something we don't normally do. And it was fun. It was something fun. But it's not like where I'm like, we have to hit every single character then. I believe in your post, you said you're going to do that every single time you go to Disneyland. Now I got to look at the fucking post to see whether I said it or not. Mm -hmm. Oh, he said it might be a tradition. I did say something like that. (laughs) I do remember saying that. Fuck off. Anyway, so so Daniel is the, of the three of us, he's the most hardcore fan. Hold on, I got to sneeze. Wait, it hasn't come yet. Hold on. Here it comes. I think it might pass. Wait. <clears throat> oh, actually, I didn't, I didn't mute it. All right, well, okay. So um, Daniel is the most hardcore fan. Okay, where on the latest video, like Daniel is like, I mean, it's it's to a level that I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure there are other like that. Remember I, what I texted you? He was like, oh, we just bumped into uh, Roller Coaster Rosie. And uh, like, who are these people that he's talking about, you know? And uh, yeah. Disney Dan. And uh, I'm like, what? Because he's talking about other pin traders, you know, that he saw at the park. And uh, it's one of these. Okay, things- for the record, j'accuse. Babalu has asked that this be a part of every visit from now on. As the level of welcome we received from Mickey and Minnie was as cliche as it is to say, magical. I'm not and gonna, then I'm not, I wasn't I'm as no offended. Longer, I'm no longer going to comment. I wasn't as offended, but then Babalu was the one that responded. Mm-hmm. And then I had to hear about it that night while we had dinner. So, what are horse? Way. Luke Salmon says, I forgot who said it, but it's so true. Disney gays are the gay world's version of horse girls. What's a horse girl? Like Sarah Jessica Parker? Like, no, I think just girls that like horses and. Like where they have all the the, the horse statues in their in their room and that you kind know, of thing. You know, okay. Here's my thing with Disney, and I think mine's a different. And if you go, you know, Taylor will soon go with me to Disneyland. He'll see this. My uh, uh, fascination with Disney, my enjoyment of Disney, comes from a more of a almost like an, an admiration of it as a corporation or how it controls people and not, not in a mean way, like just like how it, how it manages crowd control and the way the, the art, the art, the artistry of the design and, and uh, psycho the psychology of the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of it. Also, here's the deal. And I don't, Taylor has a different relationship. You have to understand. I've always lived within half an hour of Disneyland, wherever I've lived in my life. And, so I went there frequently as a child, at least once a year. My nieces go more often. My nieces have passes, right? And mm-hmm. so there's obviously to a an, an attachment I have to it as just it being a part of my life. And I remember, um, I can't remember his name, Charles Phoenix, actually, who was sort of a pop culture historian. I remember going to D23 one time and he did a slideshow 
of about Disneyland, old Disneyland slideshow. And he said, I think this is the best quote, I'm sure this applies to Disney World too, about Disneyland was, you know, it's the only place that allows you to be every age you ever were at the same time. Yeah. And uh, and it's true. When I'm there, I get to be, it's nostalgic, almost like being at my grandma's house where I grew up. You know, it's, I remember, I have memories from when I was, the earliest memories I've ever had in my life of being at the park. And so uh, I, I love it in that kind of way. But I don't necessarily have a huge, like, in other words, I actually do enjoy Fantasmic and the fireworks show and the parade. But as much as they are spectacles, not necessarily that I really think Tarzan is waving to me from the float, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Or, yeah. or getting excited about Tarzan meets me. Did you see this video? I saw it on Reddit. I should have sent it to you about this guy who can do really just spot on impressions of the characters and he goes up to them in their voice and they get really excited. <laughs> no. I'll send it to you. I think it's actually from Disney World. And he goes up and they he can do spot on Mickey, Donald, and Goofy voices and the characters get really excited. Now let's see what's going on in the chat room. Um, Bag of Chips says Disneyland California is rubbish compared to Disney World Florida. Oh, is, is, is Bag of Chips UK Daniel? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, it, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's one of the things where I don't deny that Disneyland, Disney World is, uh, is they have so much more room than Disneyland. Disneyland is smaller. It just is. Uh, but it, to me, there's a different, and I don't know, I wonder if, t- if Taylor will feel it. There's a different kind of magic to it as it being the first park, the one that Walt designed himself personally and had a huge hand in and would walk through the park. You can see pictures of Walt walking through the park. It's just, it's just a different feel. So I don't deny that the castle in Disney World is... I don't deny that the park... I've been to Disney World, actually. And it's a much bigger experience and spectacle. But Well, um, ironically, it's a... You know, what? The castle's smaller. <laughs> Or so I heard. Yeah. Uh, so the castle is smaller. And, and, and yes, there, you know. But um, I don't know. There's something about the place that it just feels... <sighs> I don't know. I'll, I'll say this. Look, if, you're gonna dro- if, you, if you live somewhere else in the country and you're going to drop a lot of money on Disney vacation, I would say go to Disney World. You know? Well, you have more options. Yeah. There are more options of things. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, or or if you're going to – I would only come to Disneyland if you're going to do other things in California as well. Like it's an extended – it's a California trip to Los Angeles and everything. But if you're just coming to go to a Disney park, I would go with Disney World. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't go with Disneyland. Disneyland's a, an amazing place to go when you're visiting Los Angeles or Southern California. But Disney World is one of those places that you can go for a week and – you could spend an entire day doing things that don't involve you going into a park and you're still doing Disney world. Cause they have, they have mini golf, they have shopping things yes. to do. They have dining experiences. They have all sorts of stuff that's just on the Disney world land, mm-hmm. but it doesn't involve you paying admission, so to speak. Yeah. You know? And they also have water parks and they have, you know, Disney Springs, and they have all sorts of other things. So, yeah, but you know. Disneyland, I mean, we can sit here, we, cut to you and I started Disney. We should just start a Disney podcast, Taylor. <laughs> but, um, huh? Daniel would lose his fucking mind. 
Um, imagine that becomes like the biggest Disney. Park and now thing. it's time for Joe's Pins Corner. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine that became like the biggest Disney podcast too. And then you're like, oh, Daniel, no, we're also. I'm getting paid from Joe for the Disney podcast too. Oh yeah. Um, we act, we actually got sponsored by Walt Disney World. They're yeah, the in ones fact, that are, yeah, yeah. In fact, my passes are paid for. Oh yeah, wow. Babalu and I don't pay for our passes. Afterthought Media buys us the passes for the Disney World podcast. This has been fun, but we're getting ready to go on a seven day that was sponsored by the podcast, so yeah. we have to get going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, what was I going to say? Is you know, I imagine too with Disney. From what I re- the problem with my trip to Disney World is it was very unusual. In that John Paul, at the time is years and years ago. This is when John Paul, Evil Don, John Paul met at, at a at a theme park in Florida. That's where they were both working. And they they John Paul and, and Evil John were at the uh, at a theme park show at Universal. At what's the Universal Studios one called? Islands of Adventure. Islands of Adventure. Yeah. They were at a theme park show. Both of them in Islands of Adventure, which is so funny now that I know John Paul that he was in a theme park show. That's very amusing to me. Anyway, uh, that's what they met. And so when I was there, they they had a friend who worked at Animal Kingdom. Okay. And again, this was in the year, literally the year 2000. Uh, so everything was so much different back then. But he could just sign me in every day, right? But the mm-hmm. trick was I had to go to Animal Kingdom every day. He'd sign me in, and then I would go to the other parks. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. So um, uh, that's what I did. Every day I went to Animal Kingdom and then went to the other parks. And... Uh, uh, so I remember it being very difficult to get around, but that's because I had to take a bus to every different theme park. Okay. So, and also by myself, John Paul and Evil John were working and I was by myself in the parks, you know, uh, every day. So, um, I like, walk- oh, sorry. I didn't mean to yell. I like walking around the, uh, parks by myself. Oh, I do too now, but at the time, it, but that's big by choice, you know? Yeah, that when I had my Disneyland pass before, when I had a Disney pass before, um, years ago, when I, I had a company. I worked for a company before that they would give really elaborate Christmas presents, mm-hmm. and um, one year they realized I liked Disneyland, and so they bought me every year for the rest of the time that I worked there. My Christmas present was the deluxe annual pass for Disneyland. Wow! Yeah. And well, I look at the time it was three hundred dollars, right? Which is still a lot for a Christmas present, but um, yeah. and it included parking and stuff like that. But it was three hundred dollars, right? And so there would be times where I'd be like, I want to go in Haunted Mansion today, and I live close enough to a Disney park. And that's what I was going to say. Another weird convenience about Disneyland is it's not as much of a hassle to get in the park. It's still a hassle, but it's not as much of a hassle, right? Yeah. So I was like, I want to go in Haunted Mansion. So I just drive to Disneyland, go in Haunted Mansion, then leave. You know, uh, I, I, I really like Haunted Mansion. So, um, uh, yeah, so uh, it's harder to do that now. It really is. It's more of a hassle to park, and the park's a lot more crowded than it was, you know, 19 years ago. Oh, my God, I can't believe that was 19 years ago. Mm. And, um, you know, it's one of the, it's one of the darkest, grimmest things. I think, I think I told you this before. You know, I had an annual pass. That annual pass I was telling you about on 9-11 Mm-hmm. My brother had an annual pass at the time too, and we both decided to go. To, you know that nine eleven is the only day that Disneyland. It's one of the few days that wasn't like, I think John F. Kennedy's death and nine eleven were one of the two days that Disneyland's ever closed. Yeah, 
And so 9-11, it closed, but at 9-12, it opened again. And my brother and I went, and I have never seen the park so empty. Like, we went on every single ride, did the entire park, I would say in under an hour. That's nuts. It was, I mean, literally, it was a ghost town. It was as if yeah. there, I, the, only, the only time I saw a smattering of people was at the end of the day, they do that flag ceremony where like the, the marching band comes out and they bring down the flag and they play taps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, I think the entire park, because it was 912, I think it must have been like 200 people or something, gathered around and people were crying and taking pictures as they took down the flag on 912. Uh, and and I've never I've never seen that. Usually people are ignoring that ceremony, but that yeah. that day that was uh, really really important for them to go see it. My brother and I just walked by and went out the, the park, <laughs> and um and I think we went to California Adventure or something. Okay, I love how we've gained listeners since we started doing this. Yeah, <laughs> the after show Taylor, I think we're tired. We've almost done a three hour show. Yes. So but again, what did we say? We have nothing to talk about today. This, well, yeah, but we're not, we're, not sh- we're not talking about we're not talking about the show. We're yeah. talking about the show, but I will. If you if you wrote something in the chat room, I will go back and read. I'm very curious to see if people are into the the votive candles. I'll let you guys know when you can buy the stickers. And uh, this Walt, this Walt Disney, <laughs> this Osama bin Laden. You know what? You know what, Taylor? I think you'll get the same sense that I get from Disneyland when you visit the studio. Okay, I I yes, I'm it it yes, I am looking forward to eventually doing this. At some well, why point. Why not just plan it now? Why? Why? What's the what's the holdup? Because I want to go to the the recap. I want to go to the finale. Oh, well, I can't, you can't do two trips to Los Angeles in a no, year. No, I know. As I said that, I realized. Well, I could do it. In tw- Let me. I have New Orleans coming up in August, so I'm planning for that. I got to save money for that. Plus, other stuff. There's my sister's coming down, which means we have to do serious renovations to this house before any member of my family can see it. So, I got to. I, well, we can talk. All we right. can definitely talk. Adios. Thank you guys so much for being here. Sorry it was like a two and an hour and 45 minute show, but um, uh, we will see you guys soon. All right. Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>